Okay, so the fourth gift. My fourth gift is a garden planted in a wilderness. Could you work there? Hmm. So let's have a look at this. A lot of imagery or um, symbolism in this, isn't there? Yes. So the wilderness is an uncultivated area, isn't it? Yes. And then you're planting a garden or you're working in a garden, so you're yes. cultivating an area within an uncultivated area. Yes. I suppose the wilderness is the wilderness of the world. Yes. It's sangsara. It's our ordinary social life, domestic life, work, work, life, and so on, family life. Hmm? Mm. That's the wilderness. Mm. Let's hope people don't mind me including family life in the wilderness. But, mm. <laughs> but from a Buddhist point of view, yes, it is. Mm. It's something from which you go forth, whether literally or metaphorically. Yeah. Mm. So yes, the wilderness is the world. And of course, we're more aware of that as sometimes than, than others. Mm. I think nowadays we're very much aware of this world as a wilderness from all the news reports that we get, this and that happening in different parts of that world. So we're trying to create a garden. The garden is when it's something beautiful, it's something that's inspiring. And of course, uh, in the different religions of the world, of course, the symbol is used. But in the Bible, we get the Garden of Eden. It was a garden. Hmm? And uh, you get also the simile of the oasis, the water, which is essential to life in the midst of the dry, burning desert. If you're not able to get to that oasis in time, well, you could die. There's a beautiful, uh, I suppose it's a parable in the Buddhist scriptures in this connection. A man was lost in the desert and uh, he found some tracks, probably camel tracks. And oh, he thought, now I'm on the right track. And uh, went a little further. He saw a bag that had fallen off a camel, evidently. Ah, oh, he thought, food. Opened it. And it was full of pearls, which he couldn't eat. Mm. Hmm? So what's the symbolism behind all of that? Well, to quote the Bible again, man does not live by bread alone. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> yes. I just think of mm. T.S. Eliot's famous poem. What's it called? The Wasteland? Yes, yes. That's how T.S. Eliot saw modern life. It was a wasteland. Yeah. And within that wasteland, we are trying to create a garden, something that is beautiful and enriching. And a garden is where the lotus flowers blossom. It's where the plants grow, isn't it? So we're yes. all individuals growing. Yeah, provided there's a lake, yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Reminds me of a poem. Dan Cupid has a garden where women are the flowers. <laughs> I'm not sure how to include that poem, yes, Bunty. Indeed. <laughs> so the question about this garden is we're we're being asked, can we work here? You say yes. you know, could you work there? Yes. Hmm. Well this garden is in process of creation. We've started off perhaps with a few seeds. Yes. And a little area, you know. We've planted those seeds. Huh? But gardeners are needed. Hmm? So could you be a gardener? Not just wait for the garden to be completed by others and then sit back and enjoy it. But could you be a fellow worker? Could you be a gardener? Could you be one of those who help bring that beautiful garden into existence? Mm. In other words, in a spiritual movement like the, well, the NFWP and now the Trivatna, you're not to go along to the centre 
or any of the other activities and just be someone passive hmm, who is just taking things in. Well, that's also necessary, but it is also part of your training, part of the growing process for you to help out. That's why you may remember when I drew up those criteria for mitraship. There was doing a daily meditation practice, being a vegetarian, getting to know all the members, and helping out at the local centre. So there's no there's sort of passive membership. From very early on, you become involved with the life of that centre or community in quite an active way. You become a fellow gardener. You have to be dissatisfied with the world or dissatisfied with the wilderness, don't you? To you have to in. see that the wilderness is a wilderness. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. It's normal just to avert your eyes from the unpleasant aspects of the wilderness and to try to make yourself comfortable within it. And from a spiritual point of view, well, that's fatal. I think it's very easy in the West, isn't it, to make yourself comfortable in the wilderness. 